Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. Always good to be with you. And uh, we uh, are going to invite you to join us here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report with my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, ex-military contractor, combat veteran Marine, and DHS. And he's done the duty on DHS, the border, Portland against Antifa. You got it. And we're going to hit a lot of things tonight, but we're going to hit banking really hard. And if you've been following me on YouTube, here recently, you know I've been all over the banking thing, and uh, we'll just have to see where this goes. But I will tell you that I believe the end for America has been put into place. Will they be successful? Well, we'll have to see. But uh, clearly, this is intentional, deliberate. You can't get this many things wrong and not have it be intentional. Anyway, we're brought to you by um, a number of good sponsors. One, I'm going to say this to you bluntly. Soon, the only food you're going to have is the food that's inside your house. Uh, I, I published a clip today of a movie from 1981 on my website. Ladies and gentlemen, they went through everything. Everything we're going through today. Banking collapse, lack of, lack of confidence in either party. Uh, but the big, thing, the big thing was this, using food to control the people. And that's what they're going to do with you. That's what they're going to do with me. And right now, you need to get all the storable food you can. My Patriot Supply is one of the few food supply businesses that's still operating. Many of them have sold out to the government. Well, they won't. But they can't deliver if they can't deliver. So right now, you need to take advantage of their specials, their 25-year shelf life, their 2,000 calories per day. Don't waste any time, please. Because... When we pass you on the highway and you're holding your sign, we're barely holding our own. You can't look for charity. And do you think Biden's going to take care of you? Of course not. Go to foodwithdave.com. Go to foodwithdave.com. By the way, they do have specials in place, $200 of prepping gear as well with qualifying offers, foodwithdave.com. Also, we're concerned about grid down. And we've talked a lot about that here on the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And if that goes on for long enough, where will you get your water? Well, you have to scavenge. How do you know you can drink it? Well, you don't unless you get the best water filter out there, and that's the Alexa Pure Pro water filter. And we want to encourage you right now to get more than one filter because things get lost, broken, and stolen, and protect your family and your drinking supply. Scavenging will be the easy part. Purifying will be the hard part. And then finally, if we're going to suffer, let's suffer in, well, let's suffer, shall we say, in comfort. Um, Mike Lindell has uh, contacted us and said, Dave, do you want to sell our stuff for 50 to 75% off to your audience? I said, of course. It's great stuff. They got Pillow 2.0, which controls all temperature. No more turning the pillow over in the middle of the night. Great slippers, great sheets, everything right there for your sleeping comfort. Go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. And away we go. We are uh, looking at the demise of the American banking system. This ain't 1907. This ain't the Depression of 1893. This isn't 1929. This is 100 times worse. Doug, uh, I think I'm going to let you start us off. You said you've got something you want to play for us? Well, Dave... The starters, um, we've been warning that this day was going to come for a couple years now. And, you know, I think everyone saw the eventuality of this, but does it make 
does it make it more questionable that the banks start to fail as Democrats and Republicans are exposed on January 6th lies, as Trump comes back to the social media world and is immediately indicted on, on you know, rather stupid uh, allegations? They're not even crimes. And they're not even crimes. He used private money, and it has to be a crime. It has to be campaign-funded money. Well, the thing to pay attention to this, and we can talk about this here in a little bit, but the thing to pay attention about this is when he says mass protests nationwide, that makes me question quite a few things. But let's, let's talk about that here in a little bit. But we got potential World War Three with Russia and with uh, China. Davos, the WEF, Klaus Schwab, and all of his buddies want to take over the entire world and turn the world over into one big communist China. So, you know, I think what we can see is the evolution of biblical prophecy being fulfilled. We're just going from one prophecy to the next. And one of the things that has to happen, and this has to happen for prophecy to be fulfilled, is that you have to have the materialistic dollar go away, become digitized, so that you could eventually have the mark of the beast, where no man can buy, sell, or trade lest he have the mark in the hand or on the forehead. I think we all understand that, right? But the quickness of what's going on, I think that's the most shocking part. Did you expect it to just, you know, be like one big domino roll? Because... You know, I thought these things would play out a little bit longer. Um, we still haven't started our um, our deployment of our units to Ukraine yet, which, trust me, the moment our banks collapse, war starts, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. Follow the points here. You, you Most of you understand history. You all know where we're going. We're going to be in a war. It's a, it's irrelevant at this point, isn't it? I mean, it's it's irreversible what's happening to our banking system. Your mortgages are going to collapse, which is mine, Dave's, everybody's, right? Except for the big bankers who got bailed out. What about your car loans, your car notes? You know, what about your jobs? Whenever they can't have their money in their banks, the small businesses, what happens to them? How many tens of millions of people lose their jobs in one week? All right. And then, you know, what I expect, and I'll let you comment on this, Dave, what I expect is to see this huge um, domino fall of banks hitting one after another, maybe even multiples in one day, and the stock market just completely collapsing. I don't know if that would prop up Bitcoin for all of you who have um, cryptocurrency. I hope it does. I hope hope Bitcoin does go up and you do get to capture a little bit of revenue, but they're going to control Bitcoin. No one is going to be safe from the system. Dave, what do you think? Well, I used to play with Lincoln Logs when I was a little kid, and I learned that you could collapse a building by pulling out key elements. And what they're doing is they're not doing a domino effect. They're going through and they're pulling out key elements in the economy. It's in the market. Uh, they forced China into a position where they got to get rid of the T-bills because of what the Federal Reserve is doing with interest rates. So that will collapse a lot more banks as well, too. Um, right now, the only ones going to make money in the stock market will be the big five, and that'll be it. And that's because of, of Biden economic policies. People aren't willing to take the risk. And then you've got uh, a total destruction. Back to this 1981 movie. Um, the name of it jumps out of my head right now. But they said, we have set it up to where people don't trust the banks and don't trust either party. They have no faith in the government whatsoever. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And this is what they're doing to us. They are exposing their criminality to demoralize America as well, too. So there are so many variables here, and there are a bunch of Lincoln Logs, and they're pulling out the key elements in each part, and they're they're starting a domino effect in many different sectors that will culminate in the total collapse of America. Well, I can't disagree with you. And there's actually a, uh, I believe he's a college professor. Maybe he's in economics. But I just recently found this on Twitter. And I thought that it was so relevant that I'd actually play it. It's about two and a half minutes long. So if we can just, uh, I'll play it. 
we'll silence our mics so we, we you know we can hear it well and we don't get any uh bleed through okay but it's incredible what this guy says because he really pieces everything together in an economic form all right one second constrained by time um, he hit the surface issues but w- w- I was contacted by a bank official today and he knows somebody that knows me and uh, this person has had a very prominent position and that's all I'm going to say because I guaranteed complete anonymity but what he told me he said there's going to be a number of subordinate banking officials like senior VP of this and senior executive officer of that and he said they're going to be coming out because they see their future being destroyed. They see their kids having no future. They see them having no retirement. They see their savings will be eaten up. And he went on and on and on. And he said, we've had it. And I said, so what's behind it all? He said, in the bank he was in, and he said this is several banks, federal regulators came in and told them, go ahead, spend as much as you want, bank it, put it in your pocket, okay, and then raise the red flag and cry foul and say, hey, we're in big trouble, and we'll come in and bail you out. And he said he's sure, based on people he's talked to, this is what happened at SVB Bank. And I think the circumstances favor this. But what he basically told me is the feds are in on the banking collapses, and they're trying to trigger a collapse by causing certain banks to fail, hoping it has a collateral effect on other banks that will not be bailed out. And Janet Yellen confirmed what he said to me today when her Senate testimony on Friday, and she said, uh, the American people can't expect us to bail out future bank failures like we did SVB. Uh, (laughs) Pretty clear. They're both telling the same story. The system is systematically being disassembled. So then what comes next? He told me they'll do a bail-in, and he said to prevent wholesale riots, they'll tell you your money is there, and then when the people don't like it, they'll go to stage two. And then he'll say, you've got 
oh, 60, 70% of your money still there. At least you've got something, then half a loaf is better than no loaf. And he said, it'll be the systematic devaluation of your money while you can't access it in the bank. Well, you know, I love how we just all paid taxes to this government that's taking all of our money and not going to give it back to us. No, I, I don't. I can't foresee America continuing down this path and be optimistic about it, Dave. You know, I mean, isn't this going to be something that you would think the Democrats or the Biden administration would want to get a handle on, considering that we're about to enter into an election cycle? And if this fool really wants to run again, like he apparently says he wants to, he better get this under control. Because the moment the banking completely collapses, riots are happening. I agree, but here's the deal. They don't care at this point. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water. With Dave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. Save $80 for a short time. They don't need to preserve an image or confidence in the system. In fact, like that 1981 movie, there seems to be a systematic move to destroy the confidence people have in the government. They want nothing. I'll put it this way. This is the way I would look at it. Um, I would think that the other side right now is trying to so discourage and demoralize the American public that the American public would know where to start to build back what they lost. Well, that's definitely the route. <clears throat> that's definitely the route it's going. You know, I mean, if we if we get into a war, the economy collapses. The only machinery that will be turned back on will be for war profiteering, for war manufacturing, like in World War II, right? Um, heck, even after World War II, during the Cold War, uh, one of the proposals after the uh, the Doomsday Paper was found out and it was uh, exposed to the public and then quickly uh, reclassified again by the Pentagon was that after we got into a thermonuclear war with Russia, 
that you would have, I think they said within the first day, about 25 million dead and probably, gosh, if I'm correct, because of the strikes attacking the banking networks. And if you think about it, today, modernly uh, attacking any type of uh, critical infrastructure with the Internet, you would lose all mortgages, you, you would lose all paperwork, all all paper trails besides hard copies that you have at your house, uh, proving that you own a house. I mean, it can quickly deteriorate just from a couple nuclear strikes. But, you know, that's kind of advanced. What I see happening, I guess you could say, is with this slow rollout of collapsing the banks, is that they're strategically targeting banks um, but when it eventually reaches to your bank, Dave, and my bank, it then goes from just, you know, maybe a couple thousand people here or there that are the big names to tens of millions of people. You have lost complete control of the country. You've destabilized the dollar. You've destabilized normality within America. You've put us into a heightened threat environment. And we look like Iraq before we invaded. <clears throat> it's an interesting concept that you're putting forth here, but I think um, it's systemic. I mean, we have to realize it's not just banking they're going after. They have set the, the rail strike has not totally gone away. I still hear from railroad people, 62% of all agriculture is transported by rail. How many derailments have we had? Uh, I mean, we are looking at infrastructure sabotage across the board. Uh, you look at what happened in East Palestine. You know, one thing that no one's talking about in the mainstream media, the uh, residue effect of these chemicals becoming airborne, getting into the weather system, and raining back on the crops. And this is something I know a fair amount about because people say, Dave, when did you really burst on the scene in, in the independent media? And I said, well, if there was a time, it would have been the Gulf oil crisis. And one of the things I studied extensively was the secondary residue of the uh, Corexit, which should never have been used because all it did was push the oil down the oil column, or the water column, but it didn't do anything to really break up the oil. But what it did do is it created weather patterns where Corexit was falling on crops as far away as Memphis, some reports into Kentucky, in southern Indiana, and in Illinois. And this stuff is not fit to eat. It's carcinogenic. And uh, they had people like in Plaquemines Parish off the coast of New Orleans. Uh, they they were this uh, peninsula, and Corexit clouds would come over. All the kids were sick. They all had rashes. They all developed asthma. Uh, this is the effect of East Palestine. And I don't want to make the show about this event, but what I'm demonstrating to you is it's not just banking. It's across the board. This was a deliberate attack to cause cancer clusters and imperil the food supply with what happened at East Palestine. And I do not believe now it was an accident because if it wasn't an accident, the government would have rushed to the aid of these people, immediately tested. Instead, what they did is these bastards showed up with the uh, with a group called, Cat, uh, what was it, SeaTech. Uh, and SeaTech was hired by the railroad company, and EPA people accompanied them to go on people's property and say to them, uh, we'd like to test your food and water, but first you have to sign a non-disclosure, and you have to sign an immunity agreement where you can't sue us. And if they, see, if the government cared about the people and they weren't complicit in this, they wouldn't have been participating in this activity. And the EPA's presence here in encouraging people to sign was the same thing that we saw with Corexit. By the way, let me just throw in one little side venue here. How corrupt is Biden? Well, China. But you know what? He's got nothing on uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama had investments in Vanguard 1 and 2 during the Gulf oil crisis, heavily vested in the carcinogenic causing Corexit, which was banned in 19 Western countries. And Obama made a profit off of it. And he was told by the EPA he couldn't use it, and he ignored them. This is how corrupt these people are. Obama, Biden, I believe Obama is running the White House. So to answer your question, this is a systemic attack upon the United States. And I just used East Palestine as one example. It's not just banking. It's the undermining of our military where we can't defend ourselves, turning our soldiers into sissies by going the woke agenda. I mean, Doug, we could just monologue for an hour on this. 
Oh, yeah, and then let's talk about open borders, the fentanyl, the, the cartel crisis. So, hey, we don't just want to have a war with China and with Russia. We also want to have a war with the Mexican drug cartels. So just replace the Mexican drug cartels with ISIS and the Taliban and al-Qaeda and see how that's going to go for us. You know, I mean, we we are going to pick fights in areas that we're not going to win, and we're going to allow America to devolve. And, uh, you know, what happens to us when we have spread ourselves thin? We're fighting an enemy in every piece of uh, real estate that is not, I would I would repeat, that is not an American state. And then the banking collapses and the food riots start. What do you think the military service members and law enforcement officers are going to do whenever their families are worried about their neighborhoods being ransacked by gangs roaming from house to house or apartment to apartment to try and find food? Do you think they're going to stay in their units? Do you think they're going to stay at their job? They may for a moment. But the moment they get that phone call from uh, sweetheart or mom or dad or, you know, whatever loved one it is that they, uh, they're they willing to come back home to, they're going to leave. And they'd probably be right to leave. Because we cannot protect ourselves. We're trying to pick a fight with the whole world. But yet we can't even balance a budget. And oh, I, you know what makes perfect sense? is that while we're trying to pick a fight with the world, we can't balance a budget. There's new talks of some new uh, bioweapon being released. We have the problem with the drug cartels, obviously a problem with uh, violence throughout America, and all these other different types of little conspiracy theories that are becoming true. While all this is happening, you got a presidential election that's coming in 2024. Or is it not? I would say, and if it I would doesn't say it's come, not, uh, how many? If it doesn't come, how many people ride over that? The rioting will have already happened. They'll riot over other things. You know, at one time, if you had asked me a year ago, what's the most important issue facing America? I would have said election integrity. Now that's way down my list because we have crisis right now in our faces that could end millions of lives in this country. I have to pause and I have to consider the listener and I do want to tell you that we are not pushing uh, doom and gloom news this is something that you can find on any mainstream media outlet right now or alternative news outlet but there are connections here that we're trying to make for you if you don't make the connections yourself. Now, I, I have correspondence with many of our uh, listeners, Dave, and I would have to say that most of our listeners get it. So to those of you who are just now tuning into the Doug and Dave Intel Report, for one thing, welcome aboard. Thanks for listening. But secondly, you need to understand the signs and the times that we are living in right now. You know, the guys that I used to work for and DHS and a lot of the my fellow uh, co-workers, they lived in a daze where most of them would look at the riots and all this other stuff happening over the past, you know, several years. We've been working these riots and all the, the rampant aggression across America, across the world, really. And we say, oh, it's just another cycle. This will pass. We did this in the, you know, in the 20s, the 40s. We did this in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. Did this in the 90s and the mid-2000s, and now we're doing it again. These are just cycles. But I feel something very different happening now. What about you? Well, they're definitely making their move, they being the globalists. Um, this is their final move of takedown. They've got rebellion in 43 countries. They're losing the info war. Also, they try to repress free speech. They can't do it. Macron's on his way out in France. They've drafted articles of um, no confidence. The French people are driving the nail on this, and uh, they need to do something immediately. This is why I think they need to destroy the planet 
with nuclear war. This is why they first have to take down America to make sure we don't win that war. And I think this is where we're at. Do you think whoever replaces Macron will, A, be a socialist, and, B, do you think they would have a a more open heart to joining Russia? No and no. There, these people are. It's going to be a Macron look-alike. Um, they'll just change actors on the stage. Uh, so I don't think anything will purposely change. They might back off the pension issue just to bring calm and peace, so that people think they've won. But the reality is, they'll still maintain the same power base, in my opinion. Uh, but but th- that's not the point. The point is, how many nations are going to go the way of the French? And this is why the globalists are in a hurry. This is why they've got to systematically take down America. This is why Biden was put into the White House, destroy America. Doug, I ask this question of a lot of people. No one's ever answered it. Name one thing Biden has done that benefits the American people. Nothing. Everything he does is destructive. Have you ever read the full Dimitri Dudeman prophecy? <laughs> I don't know if I've read it cover to cover, but I've read a lot of it. Um, it's, it's quite long. Yeah, yeah, but but it's pretty prophetic for where we're at. It really is. I've had a lot of people point it out to me, and my wife and I were actually just recently talking about it. And um, if you if none of you have ever read it, it's interesting to read. Um, you know, pray about it as you read it. But uh, it's titled "America Will Burn." And I can only sit here and think, why would America burn? Well, it's because we reflect more Sodom and Gomorrah than we do peace and safety, than we do freedom. You know, and um, I believe from a Christian outlook that what we see happening to America is prophetic. It is... God's anger and wrath that is being bestowed upon America. I mean, you know, eventually God's hand will be pulled off completely of America. And on that day, man, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how it's going to look. This, the, the, the prophecy from Demetri Dudeman, you know, it, it, uh, when you read it, it kind of makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck because it's very reflective of a, uh, a 1940s, 50s report from the Pentagon. And I just think about, you know, where we are right now with uh, zero de-escalation with Russia. Like, we have a real chance of getting into a nuclear confrontation with Russia. And both Russia and China, and this is revelations that's actually coming out from a Pentagon research paper that was done during a war games from 2018, I believe, to 2020. And in that, just in the Pacific, we lost 10 times out of 10 to the hypersonic missiles from China. Now, the hypersonic missiles from Russia are more advanced than that of China. Of course, I I firmly believe, and I'm sure you do too, that they're sharing technology. Only to a level. Now, only to a, you, you know why right. you know why I don't think that's happening. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. ...across the board. I think with the military-industrial complex, they survive every administration. So they have workarounds. They have families they need to protect. They have livelihoods they want to protect. I think they'll share to the point of profit but not to the point of demise. Well, I don't think you'd want to give tactical advantage one over the other. I don't think Russia would want to give tactical advantage over uh, China. But I do believe that they would help aid them in their hypersonic missile program 
because the eventuality is both countries have to confront us militarily. And from the way it's been wargamed, and I, I got a lot of friends of mine that are in the Air Force that debate me on this, but from the way things have been wargamed and from the revelations that have come out from the Pentagon, DOD, is that their hypersonic missiles defeats our anti-missile batteries nine times out of ten. And the Air Force, the actual general that was um, speaking in front of Congress, said that it's as that it's like trying to shoot a bullet with a bullet, and that the hypersonic missiles just are too fast for our systems right now to catch up on. So if we continue down this absolutely retarded path of uh, politics that we're in right now, you have to understand, people as a whole, that your politicians know clear and well what an eventual future war, escalation of war, and the eventual conflict with China and Russia will look like. It will look like nuclear bombs raining down on America. That's why they are buying out all the preparedness food that is out there. There are some competitors that are out there, Dave, who sell the uh, who sell the survival food, who have been bought out for two or three years of production by the federal government. There are companies out there right now that are drilling deeper into the ground to get the government, the continuity of the government, deeper into the bunkers. But you don't know it. None of you are allowed to know it. And all those bunkers, Dave, that were created back in the 40s, 50s, 60s for the Cold War, they've never been maintained. The population can't go there. I was listening to uh, Annie Jacobson and the book that she wrote called The Pentagon's Brain. An amazing book. An amazing writer. I'm doing my best to get in contact with her to try and get her on the show. And she brings up actual papers uh, from, I think, the 50s, whenever thermonuclear war uh, was being discussed about how the Soviet Union would attack America. And with all of our uh, advancements in missile technology back then and creating hydrogen bombs, you know what was crazy? Is that the government gave little regard of how to prepare America for a thermonuclear attack. Mm -hmm. And in fact, their actual best explanation to Congress, DOD to, to Congress when petitioned, said, hey, what the hell are you guys going to do now that you've introduced uh, nuclear weapons? Russia has nuclear weapons. So the eventuality here is we're going to nuke each other. What's our population going to do? You're the ones who developed it. How do we protect ourselves against it? The guy who, the guys who created the nuclear weapons said, dig a ditch on the side of the highways about three feet deep by about four feet wide and then keep the dirt on one side. And as the missiles fall and as the buildings collapse and the fireball spreads out tens of 20 or more miles, the, you know, no one really knew the amount of uh, kiloton or megaton that nukes that we have now. And what we'll do is we'll have emergency service crews drive by and cover you cover you up with dirt to protect you from the fallout. That was their mindset. And this Congress said, hold on. You are not going to put tens of millions of American citizens on the side of a highway in a three-foot-deep ditch. What about food? What about water? You know, what about, you know, infants? What about people who have medical issues? What about them? And they said, okay, okay, so we're not, we won't do ditches. We'll do a four foot by four foot, um, concrete tunnel. And you can go in there. I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying not to laugh. What I'm saying is the government is not prepared to protect you at all. They're not, inter they're not interested. Never was. You know, here's something I wrote Never about was. several years ago. Putin, it was about, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, he was doing civil defense drills where he would put millions inside carved-out caverns in mountains. Uh, That's right. Okay. I remember growing up as a kid, 
and having some civil defense drills in elementary school, and it amounted to duck and cover under your desk. But even at that time in the Denver area, they would have buildings with basements and food and water and stuff, and they'd have a yellow circle with a triangle meaning civil defense, and you could go there in the event of an attack. We don't even have that today. This this government could care less in a war if you live or die, which I come back to my position we talked about the other night uh, when we interviewed. I, I said, uh, my line in the sand with this government is a draft of our young people. No, hell no. No, we're not sending our people off to die because you've already proven how little you care about America. Well, I've been in hundreds of federal buildings. And... uh inspecting these federal buildings and their you know their security posture and i know for a fact because i've been in these rooms they're secured rooms fallout shelter rooms and for the most part depending on whatever building it is that the government's renting at that time very like 10,000 or more federal buildings are just buildings that we leased out so GSA is leasing out mm-hmm. an office space in some random building. All right, this is not this is not built and constructed to like the standards that you would consider a federal building. All right, so for the average people, even federal employees, for those of you listening, your fallout shelters they're not MERV rated to nuclear, uh, biological, radio, or chemical uh, attacks. They're not MERV 13 rated or higher. Most of them are MERV 7 and higher. Or excuse me, MERV 5 to probably a MERV 8. So what that means is that the air conditioning filter um, can only filter out allergens, pollens, dust, mites, you know, the, the simple things. But they are not even rated, nor do they have to be, for NBC. Now, level five buildings will, so that's, uh, uh, that's Langley, the Pentagon, and that's the White House. But we're talking about redundancies built into redundancies with these three buildings. Everyone else, you're screwed. So if the government's not ready, your state building isn't ready. You know, your local building isn't ready. And here's another thing that's very interesting, Dave. Not only are we never ready, never cared, about uh, thermonuclear war and how to protect our citizens. But they never considered how to insulate your grid. All right, they could care less. And they never considered how to insulate and protect your banks. So when everything starts to fail, you fail, though. But the government doesn't fail. The government can print money. The government can pull out derivative markets and liquidate assets. And actually, they've given themselves their own um, executive order to be able to liquidate all assets from all markets and all bank accounts in order to pay the debt of the nation. So when we eventually go belly up, if it's not from war, then it'll be from our banking system completely collapsing. The only option that they have is to say, okay, now that the dollar means nothing, here's a digital dollar. Every one of you gets to start fresh. Hey, we'll even give you 10,000 points towards your digital wallet. 10,000 points. Oh, by the way, you know, a soda is now 50 points. They can completely remake the market. Oh, and by the way, this will be tied to your social credit score. You want to talk about the social credit score eventuality here in America? You know it's coming. You and I both do. Some of it's already here. Some of it. Um, by the way, speaking of systematic ways to take the country down, have you heard about Marburg coming out of uh, China? combination of uh, Ebola and um, smallpox. No, but I think we've talked about this threat probably 20 or 50 times because we know that it is an eventuality. And, and you know, Dave has pulled this, um, this knowledge out of his hat 
gosh, probably Dave, probably two or three dozen times. Uh, just, and not all recording, uh, podcasts. I mean, just conversations between you and me. How many times we've discussed this knowledge that's been out there. And there, there hasn't really been any push, I guess you could say, mainstream to allow people to understand the information that you're saying. The mix of an Ebola strain. And you, you really pair that Ebola strain with smallpox. You're talking about a city killer. All right, you're talking about an absolute city killer. There is one thing that's interesting with this, and I'm going to go back to this document. And I'm, I'm actually doing my best to try and find this document and put it all together because a lot of it is uh, actually classified, and the parts that are declassified are just kind of scattered everywhere throughout National Archives. So in the 50s, along with this whole thermonuclear war that was supposed to be happening, after, and this is, this is wrote by the Pentagon's smartest guys, okay? This is not Doug talking about this. This isn't Fox News and Tucker Carlson. This was wrote by the Pentagon in the 50s. And what they estimated was with this after action of a thermonuclear war was that the banking would completely collapse and you'd have tens of millions of people homeless. And also probably tens of millions of people jobless. But not only that, but they had suspected, starting in the West Coast, that the Soviets would employ a uh, chemical and biological tactic. So what they expected was, I believe it was cholera, typhoid, uh, typhus, I mean, um, and, and then some other really nasty bugs. And they were going to use that to start from the West Coast, and they were going to spread it from West Coast all the way to the East Coast. Until it just, like if the nukes didn't kill you, and then, you know, you didn't kill yourself after everything collapsed, and the gangs didn't kill you, and your neighbor didn't kill you over your food, well then, here's a nasty bug, and maybe that'll kill you. And whoever's left, we're going to roll right over you. That was the assumption that the Pentagon had made. And the thought of it was actually so detrimental to Congress as they were reading it that they classified it, locked it up, and for almost 20 years, it never saw the light of day. Um, the Secretary of Defense had it, the President had it, the VP had it, uh, the head of the FBI and the CIA had it, and the head of uh, National Security had it. And that was it. It was like a total of like six or seven people actually had access to this document. And then it kind of resurfaced just out of nowhere. And uh, there was an Air Force cat who released it to the public, and he kind of disappeared after that. And then they reclassified the entire thing, and no one could ever know anything else about it. So because that was never declassified, it makes me think, is this what we've been planning for for a very, very long time? And if so... We're still not ready for it. <laughs> it's it's comical. Well, it's, it's comical. We're we're not ready for it, but we're ready to give you a loan so that you can put fake breast on your buddy, so that you can go to college for free. You know, we'll do everything that's that's nonsensical at this point. What's wrong with that? Except save this country. What's wrong with that? That's the goal. That's what they have carved out for us. Hey, I, I, um, I want to ask you a question going back to the banking situation here and being a member of DHS. When the banks begin to fail in big numbers and they deny withdrawals and the ATMs close down, what will DHS's role, DHS's role be in this? DHS has many various roles. Uh, Secret Service will probably collapse into itself and protect their principles. Um, along with the DEA, along with the uh, ATF and DOJ, which would be, you know, take your pick on everyone who works for the DOJ. Uh, that's the marshals, ATF, DEA, excuse me, uh, the FBI, uh, Bureau of Prisons. You know, 
DHS, typically we structure, we structure ourselves around critical infrastructure, um, which we do a, a kind of a good job at it and a lot of times a piss poor job at it. Uh, the border, which we could do an amazing job at it if we didn't have these things called politicians stopping us. And then, uh, domestic terrorism. And from that, it's, uh, just everyday, you know, uh, workings to try and protect um, federal entities, more or less. And what DHS would most likely do is whatever task force are now created. See, look, think of it like this. If, uh, let's just say Texas, because that's where I'm from. Let's say Texas banking system completely collapses. Well, immediately you're going to have the governor of Texas, the president of Texas, <coughs> who's going to say, hey, give me access to all federal assets to help protect these institutions. So immediately, if the banks collapse, we can assume mass riots, uh, panic, and also you're going to have domestic terrorism, or you're just going to have the ability for people to go out and randomly commit uh, random acts of violence, which then that spreads uh, quite Frequently, we saw that in 2020 and 21. So we would be most likely separated and put on water distribution centers, food distribution centers, hospitals, um, protecting bridges, overpasses, highways, and then also uh, your power generation stations. All right, so that's nuclear, um, water dams, um, then also your your coal factories, because that's what you have to have to keep the keep the nation or the state alive because even if we don't have money we can still keep the power going it's us who turns the power off so uh that would be one of the most critical things from there it's collapsing in and you're going to have different task force joining up between local state federal and a county and we're all going to then probably be disseminated amongst cities and counties trying to keep the peace and who the hell knows what that's going to look like does keeping <laughs> what, does what keeping peace? the peace mean does, yeah does keeping the peace mean uh riot control operations most likely does keeping the peace mean that we're going to take advantage to start hitting high value targets since the lights are off and everyone's panicking and no one's going to pay attention possibly does that mean that uh, we're going to be disarming the population, like what happened in Hurricane Katrina. Why not? They've done it once. Why wouldn't they do it two or three more times? See, the problem, really, when you think about not being prepared for this type of scenario, like when the lights go out or a nuclear war starts or when the banking completely collapses, you can go to your politician locally, then from the state, and then your congressional politicians and say, what are we going to do when just one of these scenarios happens? And you know what they're going to tell you? Nothing. Well, they'll say this. Well, we have plans and fallbacks and yada, yada, yada. No, they don't. They don't know what's going to happen. See, the politicians assume that we know what's going to happen. And when I say we, that means first responders, law enforcement, firefighters, your uh, hospitals, your hospitals are going to brace for impact because they're going to be flooded. All right. That's just going to be a really crappy day for them. But for the rest of us, we're not going to know what to do either. National Guard's not going to know what to do. We're all going to join together in one big room like what we were doing in Portland. And you're going to have all the supervisors from all these different agencies. And we're going to say, okay, um, and I'll just use Portland as an example. The city's lost its mind and it's attacking us. What in the hell are we going to do about it? You know what it came down to? Well, I guess we'll just fight everybody. So it very quickly becomes a consolidation of forces, continuity of government. If everybody is a threat and a danger to me, because that's the way I'm trained to view everything, well, then we'll take care of ourselves and we'll let everyone else die. Don't think those conversations haven't been gone on before. Mm hmm I, I've heard I them. Agree. I totally agree. I've heard them. I agree. But right now, I don't think they're doing... Uh, let's put it this way. I think their casualty projections are more along the lines of population control than they are mitigating the danger. The, Abs absolutely. These people, That's what we call the, Operation Knee-Jerk Reaction when something happens. Exactly. 
Yeah, you, you took the words right out of my mouth. But this Biden administration is dedicated to the destruction and death of the American public. And I go back to East Palestine. If you need a better example, that's, I don't think there is one, but uh, they could care less if we're defended as a nation. They don't care about the fentanyl deaths numbering 100,000 a year. They don't care about any of it. They want us out of the way. The goal is to establish a new world order. China's the world policeman, and the one nation that really stands in the way is America. Secondarily, it's Russia. Have America and Russia fight a war. Both nations get destroyed. China takes over. And to facilitate the fall of America, you've got to eliminate the what is it, 393 million guns. You've got to bankrupt the country. You've got to destroy the military. And all i got to say is the Deagle projections really lay it out. They say by 2025, our military expenditures will be 12% of what they were uh, back in 2014. Yeah, they're, they're, they've tied the noose around our necks. Well, just understand this, ladies and gentlemen. That wars and rumors of wars and calamities and famines and pestilence must happen, but the end is not yet. The end is not yet. We are still going to destroy ourselves. And then someone is going to come along and save ourselves for a moment of time. And I think we'll probably look more like the movie Blade Runner than we do modern day America. Because could you imagine, and and think about this with the advancements of artificial intelligence right now, once the entire system collapses, we'll probably take AI and give AI more control than it has ever been given to help us rebuild lost civilizations. And that's where your control factor comes in. Once again, I call this the infrastructure of the Antichrist for a reason. These things must come to pass. Jesus has said this multiple times. These things have to happen. You can't stop it. You know, maybe people could pray and delay it. But have you seen us, like, tearing down any of the the high places from the occult lately? Or trying to stop Planned Parenthoods? No. So, brace for impact. These things are going to happen. What did they do in New York City? Replace a statue of Teddy Roosevelt with Paul? Satanic figure. Yeah. yeah. Horrific. Horrific. Dave, you and I have talked about this. Every city in America, to go along with every nation around the world, is a a reflection of Babylon at this point. It's a reflection of Babylon. And because of that, we are going, we as a nation are going to anger a just and rightful God who's going to be coming for innocent blood that has cried out. And, buddy, our, we're going to be paying our dues. I think it's not going to be nice. That's already started. The, uh, the yeah. chest pains before the heart attack are done, the heart attack has started. And it's on multiple, it's on multiple fronts. It's, that's what people don't see. How will America be destroyed? My answer is let me count the ways. And people just aren't seeing the depth and how far along we are. Uh, I mean, any one, you know any one of the got, things that we've talked about tonight are nation-destroying events. That's, that's the amazing thing. You know what, Doug, we've got about 45 what, seconds. What the, so quick point, and then I want people to know how they can follow you. Okay, one thing I find remarkable right now is that gold is at nineteen seventy five and silver is at twenty two dollars while the market is collapsing. So I would still say here's my best best tip for you. Uh invest in precious metals. When we hyper gold will go to twenty thousand an ounce. People laugh at that. But I've had some people tell me privately. Uh, who don't want to put their name on the line, that they think I'm probably right. One guy even said 30,000. The conservative estimate's 15. Okay, you got 20 seconds to tell people how they can follow you. All right, American Vindicta Show, uh, gsradio.net, also on YouTube and Rumble, and Doug and Dave Intel Report, that's all one word, on Rumble. And make sure that you are signing up for com and that you're following everything that we're posting up there. And uh, that's all I got, yeah, man. I'd say the commonsenseshow.tv. Uh, yep, there yeah. you go, commonsenseshow.tv. Where we are at. Hey, what's the subscription cost right now? God, it's 
I don't know. Four ninety nine. I'm not sure. It's, it's pennies on the dollar. We're just asking for help with bandwidth. We're not really looking to make money. Um, that's a fact. Anyway, my friend, we got to scoot. There's a scoreboard, folks. Sit there and do nothing. Don't participate. Don't tell your neighbors. Don't bring our numbers to critical mass. And we've kind of painted the picture on where we're headed. I still think we have a chance to turn some of this around or mitigate the damage. It's all up to us. We've got to act collectively. For my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, I'm Dave Hodges. This is the Doug and Dave Intel Report. We will see you back here again next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.